0: And everyone, every person out there, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting our show. Um, Today is going to be an amazing episode because we have uh, such a great facilitator and teachers Mm -hmm. with us today. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Bill Pettit. How are you doing, Mm -hmm. sir?
1: You know, I'm doing good for an old guy, Rob. I
0: love it. Well, sir, I'm so excited to really just jump into the the episode, but I do want to take a few few minutes uh for those who don't know you. Uh I absolutely just love you. Uh I'll talk about how much of an impact you've had on my uh, life once the episode starts, but if you would just take a few minutes and and how would you describe Dr. Bill Pettit?
1: Dr. Bill Pettit. Well, he's going to be 81 years old uh or 81 years young here <laughs> in May. Um Okay. Been a a physician uh, graduated from medical school in 1969. I think that's 54 years ago. Had a lot of experience during that time. I met Mr. Jo- uh, Sidney Banks on April Fool's Day, 1983.
0: which oh, what a uh, joke that came, was! Right,
1: <laughs> changed my life. It was the joke exactly. was on me, and in a wonderful <laughs> way because uh, I had gone in and out of clinical depression for 20 years and seen six different psychiatrists and. And within 30 minutes, I knew that I was home free. Yeah, I start to get choked up, even as I think about the moment. Um, so, and since that day in April, it's just been—I uh, I, I used the word yesterday. I started a, a blog that hasn't started, but it's—it's it, it's called Musings. I don't know of the mystical. I, I have a fancy name for it, the mystical musings of an old man on the mystical journey of life but the word that came to me yesterday was romp and i r o m p that that allows us to romp there's an understanding that allows us to romp through the vicissitudes and challenges of life mm-hmm. means to joyfully you know and i i and i then i said in my blog i said well it's a little bit over the top romp, to romp because um but I hadn't thought of the word for almost twenty years, so I just wanted to use it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I said, you know, I, I I have to find a way tomorrow to use the word uh, its word cousin, uh, rump. And uh, I'm not sure how to do that, so I'll sleep on it and see what occurs.
0: Right. So, <laughs> so wow. in the
1: in my next day's blog, I used the word rump. I found a way. As I, I worked it rump. Rump into the, my rocking chair. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, I
0: love that. <laughs> you've, um, you've been such a, a inspiration to so many and to to help so many. And uh, when I was getting ready for this, a kind of few stories that came to mind that I just wanted to talk about that had happened between us. Um, mm-hmm. One is you helped me so much with um, showing up a lot more of myself. And not trying mm-hmm. to be what I thought others needed me to be, in a sense. And, and what I mean by that, it was when we were in the conference together and we were on the same speaking uh, panels and things. I, I started thinking, like, wait, Dr. Pettit or Judy or you know the years of experience and education right. that you all had. Why was I here? Right. And and I remember you telling me how much you loved me using my lived experience as my education right and that kind of it just popped it really popped for me the need to no longer chase anything outside of myself to validate I'm supposed to be here to speak and just go within and find those experiences and speak to what I know right. it, it was just like oh this makes perfect sense you know that was just one of them another yeah. one was we were we were caught in traffic and the we were probably going to be late or something. It was, it was something messed up. The road or something was down. And everybody in the van, um, again, all, you know, been teaching for a while or whatever, we all, me included, was like, wait a minute. And there was a moment of being caught up about being late, may not make it to our speech on time and this and that. And I'll never forget trying to race everybody to the angry point. Like, I'm going to be the first to anger. You know, I'm going to take it all the way. And it was like (laughs) about 20 yards into the race. I realized I'm the only one running because everybody's still back at the start. Like, it's like you all decided that, oh, we're going to be. nah. Oh, well, whatever. It'll be what it'll be. Like, it was so quick that you came back Mm -hmm. to remembering the truth that Uh that was the first time I understood the problem that young practitioners have when they think you guys are perfect. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, if I didn't witness this, this was like, this looks like Dr. Pettit doesn't get caught up. Mm. Dr. Pettit did. It just lasted half a millisecond because he remembered the truth so well. So that was very good for me to see, because it was like, it wasn't so much that now I was afraid to get caught up. I just right. paid attention to less and less time of being caught up, right like that was that was thus, and the last one, and I'll let you you just go from no. there from them no, the last one you taught me was sometimes words don't even have to be said hmm. and that was when I got the phone call from Anna about the death of one of um our our um colleagues hmm. and I was trying to ramble the words out in hopes that the feeling of sadness would come out and I could just get it out of me. I just kept, you know, oh, yeah. trying to talk, 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 and I didn't know what to do, and I'm crying. And I remember you reaching your hand in the back seat, and you just grabbed my leg. Oh. When you grabbed my leg, I didn't want to talk anymore. Like, I just, I just got quiet. And the rest of the ride, everything was just quiet in the car. Oh and we got out you hugged me um mm. and we walked into the hotel and miss beverly and mr bill were there and michael mm. were there and they hugged me and then we sat down and had just an amazing dinner mm. we just and that was i think that was the night you gave me the book and I, or the, the, we talked about you giving me the book that you left the message in but it was just like um it was mm. just like sometimes it's not the words well a lot of times it's not the words right it was just I knew you were there, and, and of course there were others in the vehicle with us, um, mm. not to exclude them. But but I remember that about our experience. Um, mm. So that's who you've been to me. Like that's that's the the you, Doctor Pettit and Rob's reality and what you've been able to help me with. And uh, I just want to thank you, you know, to really say thank you for those those moments that you took with me, um, to to share that.
1: well that's, that's really kind of you and uh, you know uh, that's really nice and and it's a reminder it's a reminder to me rob that um i love the, the there's a saying that the child says to the parent um i can't hear what you're saying because the way you are speaks so loudly mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is not that ours, is anyway, is a parent-child relationship, but for any of us, it's more important the way we are—that we're kind and, and we try to to be present and as best as we know than anything that comes out of our mouth, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that it, yeah. So, yeah. But that, I mean, that's just a reminder to me that the feeling level that we go through life and that we share with, from which we share with other people is, that's what's important. The words will, you and I were talking earlier, the words will take care of themselves because they they will. Sometimes we'll even wonder where they're coming from because they're coming through us Yeah. rather than, uh, you know, rather than from our intellect or from our stored knowledge you know um
0: i just had a conversation um with linda pransky about that
1: oh okay
0: yeah she wanted to she sent me the audio so it probably will i'll work it into one of the episodes upcoming episodes but she wanted to talk about um sharing this from a spiritual place versus from intellect Mm -hmm. and i've always said I wish I could understand this intellectually because I feel like I can have more. Like I just, you know, I just can't. You know, I just can't get past it spiritually I, I it doesn't you know and so what a
1: problem what a problem <laughs> i don't know it's going to take a lot of analysis to figure out the answer to this problem <laughs>
0: you know uh yeah it was and she just she just laughed because of course i had different ways that i saw it you know of course right. I had different metaphors right. and she just giggled pretty much most of the the time we were talking <laughs> like she was like wow she says now I would say the same thing but i would say it this way and i was like you know so so that was that was pretty cool but yeah we were just (laughs) talking about um how this is this is a spiritual thing and and how the point to what you were saying just be i was telling her at one point in my life i was thinking i was turning this off and turning this on when i sit down in front of a client
1: Mm, mm, mm. and
0: it was like no that doesn't make any sense
1: no No, like,
0: let me just be this. And it'll come out when I so happen to sit down in the client. But it also will come out at the gas station. It also will come out at the grocery store and at the the CVS and Starbucks. I literally tried to pay for a lady's coffee the other day and it freaked her out so bad. She didn't know what to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was like, excuse me, ma'am. Do you mind if I just pay for that just to pay forward, love and gratitude and blessings? She was like, um no I got it I got enough money like it was you could see it it meant something different to her then and I said no problem I just wanted to you know share an expression of love and when I got to the counter the the clerk said you know that was so sweet of you and I was like oh well you know she says I wish she'd have let you buy it I said well at least she still felt that I wanted the intention like the intention
1: yeah absolutely you She's going to have that in, in her heart. Exactly. She's going to have that in her heart. Yeah,
0: exactly. Whether I bought it or not, that was, and like she me. was like, oh,
1: that's a good point.
0: And she was, and then she kind of started balancing and we had a conversation, you know, it was just like, this is, this is apparent everywhere for me. Um, for all you know, bought she bought
1: somebody's coffee later today. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, that's the, and I, I used to be thinking about that and right. worried about that, but it right. was like, again, from the <laughs> spiritual pace you know that when you throw a rock in the pond or a lake, the ripple effect will continue far farther than you will absolutely. see.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You may
0: see the first ring. You may see the second ring. But, man, mm-hmm. that third, fourth, fifth, right. it, you don't see that.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know, that's nice.
0: <laughs> so you've been doing a lot of new stuff, sir. You got a new website. You got new programs. You got new, like, what has it been like, or what was the what was the insight in the sense that made you kind of see that you were going to do things differently?
1: You know the 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 thing that comes to mind, Rob, is you know after 40, 40 years, uh, I met George Pransky on January first of uh, nineteen eighty three and then met Sid on April first, nineteen eighty three. The wonderful thing is that if we're even open to it just a little bit, the experience of exploring the connection between our spiritual nature and our physical nature, via the metaphor of these three universal principles of mind, consciousness, and thought, it, it continues until our last breath mm-hmm. you know it continues to our last breath now i suppose there are some that initially get upset about that and say well i want it to be like learning how to ride a bike or learning how to swim <laughs> to where once you learn how to swim or ride a bike if you had to play a part in a movie or a commercial and they told you to pretend like you didn't know how to swim or didn't know how to ride a bike, it would be very difficult mm-hmm. because you know how to ride a bike. Yeah, you know. Now, the difference in understanding what these three principles are pointing to, the connection that we are truly is, is that Jesuit Deschardins said, we are truly human beings are not human beings. Human, be- We are not human beings having a, a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings. This is our second home. We came from formlessness. And we're going back to formlessness when we leave this form. It's nothing to be afraid of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and yet the understanding of that, the realization from within our consciousness of the truth of that... has an infinite number of doors (laughs) you know and that that's what sid used to say there's an infinite number of levels of consciousness meaning levels of understanding levels of awareness yeah of of what, what our true nature is and and what access we have to the wisdom of the universe um if we have enough awareness and and gain enough trust that when we're lost and don't know the answer to go to stillness
0: to go to stillness
1: yeah to go to stillness as best as we can you know as best as we can and not judging oh gosh i should be being still better
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <'Cause it's... laughs> uh, yeah which it causes just, more movement right yeah, yeah to it be just feel better cause friction <laughs> and movement absolutely
1: <laughs> you know it's like people we we all sometimes tend to make things more complicated when they're really simple it's just it, the simplicity is of just do the best i can to be where i am And like you pointed out earlier, I think I remember that, we, we, did, we, were we there not only this year, but two years ago t- together too, or not?
0: It was just, no, we just had just this, this year. year. We, okay. Did, okay. we did it online together. I think me and you, our first like real, when we met met, we were booked on two different conferences mm-hmm. the same day. And it was like, hey, we kept seeing each other. And that was kind of like what sparked us.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay well because the last live uh, live conference in london i was due to be the first speaker one day and it became obvious that we were going to be at least 20 minutes late you know mm. uh, they got uh, the traffic there was an accident or something and i started to to get you know that that feeling of appreh- of anxiety or whatever and then you know like you say I think what happens is you become more sensitive to not feeling lighthearted, and you know you 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 treasure that feeling, uh, and and not that it's a should, and not that it's a nothing. It's just it's just it's so precious. It allows allows me to see the clouds or the no clouds or the or the or the breeze that's moving the trees or the birds flying over either in. In single or in formation, you know it, it. It's it's so rich that that the experience of life is so rich that you get more sensitive to not having it. Yeah. And then you and you know that the only person that has the ability to take that away is in the same underbridge as I'm in. You know? Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, the, and there's yeah. only room for me. You know. For me.
0: <laughs> I, and I remember it was so funny because. I didn't realize that no one else was caught up until you all started laughing through the next obstacle. Because I think we even tried to detour and ended up at the back gate of the stadium, which was the wrong side. And I'm like, by then, everybody's laughing again. And I'm like, Still late, we still have like what's going on? Yeah, it was so funny. I, and I mean, of course, they held it, and I think we end up getting right there on time or whatever, but yeah, it was just it was just I remember it so well, like, oh, I gotta remember faster in a sense. That's the game. It's not that I don't know. I just gotta remember faster. and that was that was so again, it was such a a freedom in that, you know, you just being yourself and me being able to see. It was just beautiful. And, yeah. and
1: being grateful for when you we do catch ourselves, even, even not judging or comparing with what appears to be for other people, but just is gratit it is gratitude for what we do see and where we are, yeah, that allows us to effortlessly move through a few more doors. Yeah. It, you know, that's what's wonderful. It's it's just not. It's it's the direction and not the speed and not concern. Just just knowing that what we want is is to live in that feeling of love and understanding as as much as we can on this side of life.
0: On this side.
1: And be aware when 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 we're not there. And you know, you and I were talking before we started recording. My my good friend of of thirty years, Rita Shuford, thirty five years probably. Dr. Rita Shuford, who's in Hawaii and and, and knew Sid before I did, Um, she is in a choral group and she sent me the the name of this uh, song, uh, gospel song, because they did a whole show recently on this uh, gospel music, which I guess is their fourth or fifth year of doing that, Mm. uh, an annual gospel music. And, And the name of the song was Be Still, and let god fight your battles. And I thought what a beautiful a beautiful song. I actually watched a couple of versions of it because what it what it points to is that when we're lost or it's not that we don't want to do what we can do but but to act when we see clearly what the best thing to do is to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and so, when I listen to that song, I and I have no problem, as you know, with the word God. And if other people want to use the word Dave or Herman or whatever, it's a label <laughs> of, uh. of, of what's behind life that is uh, benevolent, beneficent, and pure love and understanding, in my mind, uh, and um, that that we can hear the wisdom-based guidance of that universal intelligence much, much better when we're not creating static with our own, with either fighting or feeding our own personal intellect, you know. It it just do the best we can to be still, to be present when, and I've certainly faced some challenges recently that, that have allowed me to... I think pass through a few more doors of those infinite doors by just realizing. Wait a minute! I have a chance, as usual, to go to analysis, yeah, <laughs> or to be be present, to be yeah, still yeah. as best as I can, and and to trust. To trust that. Um, I, I, I there were times in the past couple of months that I asked myself how many how many hundred times. Does the universal mind have to uh assist me in stillness before I start to trust it?
0: <laughs> before I start to trust it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like
1: even after 3852 <laughs> I I'm still wondering even though you know now if <laughs> you know if if you had any friend or any anybody who 3800 times in a row when you needed help they gave it to you you'd say, well, oh, I think I think Joe's dependable. You know? Yeah, yeah. This, this is a good friend right here. I want to hold on
0: to this one, you know? Absolutely. Uh and so that's that's pretty much the foundation of your programs. Like you have new programs on your website. You have Alert. Uh you want to talk about that one, Alert?
1: Well, I can. It's a it's a 20 session program, uh a 21 hour session program which is alert it came to me again we talked about how it's like that you get get these gifts you know you go well gee thanks <laughs> and and i was thinking about universal mind about about this guy wisdom based guidance system this that we are this energy that and we're not separate from the energy that that's behind everything in life and, and there's an intelligence an omni and omni, omniscient intelligence that comes with that And so I thought what came to me was alert, awakening to the presence of that intelligence. That's the, it's a huge first step, Rob, because, you know, maybe you can speak to yourself, but for me, for 41 years, I didn't recognize the existence of that. In my religious upbringing, I was told about something that. I now see was their best attempt. They called it the Holy spirit, but I didn't experience that in my life. I experienced that maybe occasionally I was gifted to see something, but I didn't know that that wisdom-based intelligence was trying to guide me literally every second of my life. If I was willing to stop analyzing (laughs) and be present. And so so I all I had was analysis, and, and it didn't work out well for me because that's all I had. So I was spending hours and hours every day in analysis and then wondering why I was feeling confused and lost and eventually depressed. And it was innocent because I didn't... I didn't... No one had pointed, at least in a way that I could... Look towards like Sid did—that the the presence of this wisdom-based intelligence within my own consciousness. Yeah, and so A is for awaken, and then to learn to L is for to learn to listen for it, and E is for then you start experiencing this and the clarity that comes with it, and the feeling it always comes via a positive feeling, and it's always like gentle it's like the bleed of a lamb said used to say not the roar of a lion and r then was to recognize to get better and better at recognizing that you know a lot of times i see in life that i would have a thought come that would have been the the best thing to do but i'd override it with my intellect and discard it like if it didn't fit what I already believed. And I started to recognize and and then a, enough time, the last word T, I st- I've started not a hundred percent, like I said, I, I still, but generally I trust, I trust that quiet clarity that comes to me when my mind is quiet and and I see where to go next. I may not see the next hundred steps that my intellect wants wants yeah just- but what after that what do i do after that yeah I, but but i i see the next step yeah. 100% of the time and then the next step and sometimes i see five or six steps but it's okay with me if i just see one yeah. and it's like if that if that volcano ever goes off in yellowstone and there's complete darkness <laughs> over the planet. And, I, and I'm and i trying to get from New York to Los Angeles. All I need is, will need is, a even if there's total darkness, all I'll need is a good car with a good set of lights. To see right through it. To see the next hundred feet, the next hundred feet, the next hundred feet. Yeah, I love that. So
0: if you are looking to awaken, to what it is we're talking about, learning to listen to it, uh, starting to experience it, starting to recognize it, and even as much as trusting it. You want to go out to Dr. Bill Pettit. That's D R B I L L P E T T I T dot All right, get out, go look at it. It's a new website too. He's probably got some some beautiful, handsome pictures of himself up <laughs> on there. <laughs> you know. So go check it out, please. Uh, support, 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 because this is. This is all we're up to. Um, this is what we're talking about. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful thing to, to, to have that alert process happen in your life. I've experienced it. I w- I, you know, again, using my words, as you're right, right. there was something to, wait, what? You know, um, be- no, learning that I have been trusting my grandmothers telling me or my, you know, aunts and uncles, I trusted what they told me. Didn't really have the experience for myself, right? You know, and so yeah, I really, really loved that. And so, what I would, I would really love for you to do, sir, is, um, you know, you were, you were talking about a reading from, from a book that kind of struck, oh yeah, and uh, pretty much the end of the show is, it's yours, it's whatever you want to okay. share. So okay. I, I felt like, hey, it'd be cool if you wanted to share that during your time. Yeah, Uh, or anything about it or anything. Uh, But we I just really want to thank you for 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 showing
1: up. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you know, I will share this, this reading from a book and I'll give a brief thing if it's okay. And if you need to edit it because of time, I'll try to be really concise. I've got a little thing, a little plaque that says, you know, you're Irish, if you have absolutely no idea how to make a long story short. <laughs> so my wife is very sure she doesn't question my irish heritage um, so but i will do my very best the one thing i will mention also that is that there's a a 6 month program that starts march 28th that i would ask people to just look at it's a 24 hour program and 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 you know people will might look at the pricing i've done the best that i could to given the hundreds and hundreds of hours that have gone into really, really making this um, program. Um, And it's about taking the understanding of the spiritual for those that are interested and and applying it to the prevailing paradigm and and without judgment of, of the paradigm that believes that there are separate entities called depression and schizophrenia and uh, uh, borderline personality disorder and all that, and to bring simplicity to it that that all diagnostic labels of mental illness are and that and that that that, that the the um, Ph.D.s in research have are catching up with the fact that there's one cause of all mental illness. It's chronic mental stress.
0: Mm.
1: Nobody gets any label feeling loving and lighthearted and walking down the street and having one thought. It's the ten, hundred thousand thoughts they have about that thought. Yeah. So I would encourage people to at least look at that and and I am in process. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to have uh, continuing education credits for a number of health professionals, mm, okay. nurses, and and physical therapists, and occupational therapists, and other licensed therapists that that might make it um, when they think of the amount of money they'd have to spend to go and and and, and get those course. credits they yeah. might make it. But I am going to mention this book, My Life After Dying. Becoming Alive to Universal Love by Dr. George Ritchie. And I'll be brief, and Dr. Ritchie was not a three principles teacher. He died, um, I I believe, I forget the exact year, Um, uh, but in in his 80s, I met him in 1978. Dr. Ritchie's, his first book was called Return From Tomorrow Dr. Ritchie, in early 1940s, was a 19-year-old recruit into the army, uh, drafted into World War II, and he was dead for nine minutes. Mm. He was very had a very Christian upbringing. Nine minutes, he should have been brain dead, but he afterwards went to medical school and became a family physician, and years later, a psychiatrist and a teacher, and so. Nine minutes of not getting blood to your brain, he should have been brain dead, even if they got his heart back, but it didn't. And he experienced his nine minutes through his Christian filters, I think. I mean, you know, others would say, because I've seen other people in other, from other, if you will, uh, belief systems experience what we call God- during those periods in their own way. Mm-hmm. but he was guided by Jesus through the through the heaven, through what heaven was and uh, through a, a lot of things that he that he talks about and we met in 1988, I believe it was what I realized this morning three three years before this second book was published and I just want to read what he says he says, uh, he says, I, he's not, he, he's a very religious man, and he, and he quotes William Blake's uh, famous poem called Jerusalem. He said, I am, I am charging the ones who have taught religion of fear and hate, the ones who divide people into we and they, Catholics versus Protestants, Protestants versus Mormons, Christians versus Muslims and prejudice in any form. Well, our world can be traveled in a day. My generation had trouble even accepting denominations that were different in the same religion. (laughs) The history of the human race teaches us that many wars have been started over difference in religious beliefs. We live with the knowledge that we now have weapons that can destroy the human race. We had better begin to realize that we all have separate realities. Separate realities. Yeah. Now, he and I spent three hours on a Sunday afternoon together. I don't know whether I was the first one that introduced him to the SIDS idea that we live in separate realities. It's certainly... Probably been seen by people through life. He says, like many psychiatrists, I have a great deal of animosity towards pseudo religion, and he talks about as that, that is. Um, sociologists, psychiatrists, psychologists, and ministers have estimated that fifty-five percent to as much of eighty-five percent of mental illness which it's been my observation closer to 80 to 85 stems, not from genetic or biochemical factors, but from erroneous teachings and misunderstandings of the doctrines of Judaism and Christianity. Wow, because yeah. they, they live in fear. I, as I did for the first 40 years of my life of a judging and punishing, right. uh, even me talking about this Some people will be really probably upset, and I I will say, please, I'm not asking anybody to believe anything that I have realized. I'm not. But I will tell you, (laughs) I just have seen so much pain, and people that I've been at the deathbed of many, many people who were terrified because of, of the being told that, to me, this god of pure love and understanding this this energy behind life is that's pure love and understanding that we are a manifestation of is anything but that you know and so i i if i have offended anybody it's not my point if if people have felt i'm telling people what to believe that's not my point i'm just asking and of course i always you've heard me say i'll just end with this that there what what proof do you have and I, i say well what proof do I have? There, there's things I could quote, but I'm just going to quote one thing. In all 195 countries of the world, there is an organization in all 195 countries that is based on unconditional love. And if that was true, that would make me think, wow, maybe that's what's behind life. Yeah. So people always ask, well, what's the name of that organization? I say, well, it's called grandparenting. (laughs) (laughs) Called grandparenting.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. For more information about the podcast, please go to 3pgc.org. If you're looking for more information about how to become a practitioner or you want to be featured on the show as a new fresh voice in the principles, send us an email at info at 3pgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Knowing there is no end or limitation, nor are there boundaries to the human mind. Have the day you deserve.